the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Danny Cannell, Chip Patterson, Barton Simmons, and Tom Fernelli. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. That's Tom Fernelli. I'm Chip Patterson. You see the sirens. You know that there is a reason for an emergency podcast. And the breaking news is that South Carolina and Will Muschamp have parted ways. Specifically, Will Muschamp has been relieved of his duties. Mike Bobo, the new offensive coordinator, has been named the interim head coach. Tom, we've got a lot... Uh, of different layers to get this. There's, you know, was this, you know, what does this mean for Will Muschamp? How do we look at his time with the Gamecocks? Where does South Carolina go from here? What does this mean for the coaching carousel in general? This is an SEC job. This is a Power Five job that is now open and, you know, can get things spinning in a time when we thought it might be a little bit of a quiet carousel. But I guess uh, specifically, you know, Will Muschamp at this point, is the timing something that surprised you? No, I'm not surprised by it. I mean, we've been talking about the possibility of it happening for a while, and there were rumors, you know, all day. Because, you know, if if you check his Twitter account, there was no mention of South Carolina this afternoon in it anymore, which started the rumors. But I'm not surprised by it. I'm still a little put off by it. Like, it does, it makes sense to me. In a normal year with a two and five start to fire a coach that was kind of already on the hot seat going into the year. Sure. But in 2020, with everything that's going on in the world, the conditions that you're having to play this season, and I'm not saying you can't fire Muschamp after the season if you want to, but why do you have to do it now? Because what are you hoping to accomplish is the hope that Mike Bobo can turn it around and get you to five and five. Like you think that, you know, Hugh freeze, if Hugh freeze or whoever your top target is, is going to be gone and off the market in three weeks when your season comes to an end. I, I just don't get it. I, I, I know they're going to bring up the idea. Well, we wanted to be the first on the market. Okay. Well, if you're going after urban Meyer, maybe it makes sense to be the first in the market, but if you're going after a sitting coach, it's not like this is some high school recruit who's going to be like, well, I'm going to keep you guys in my top five because you were the first to offer me. You, you guys believed in me from the start. Hugh Freeze isn't going to take the job because you came first. Hugh Freeze is going to sit there and wait for the offer that he feels is best for him. And that's the offer he's going to go. And if it's South Carolina, it won't matter when you fired Muschamp. So I just think that optically to fire your coach during this season, considering everything that everybody has had to go through just to get this season played at all. It's just 
I don't know. It, it really rubs me the wrong way. I, I understand. Again, I understand the decision and I'm not, I don't think South Carolina is making a mistake firing Will Muschamp. It's just, you could have waited three weeks and it wouldn't have made a damn bit of difference unless Hugh Freeze really does leave Liberty during the middle of the regular season. And if you, we have seen Scotty Walden. Yeah. We've seen Scotty Walden leave uh, Southern Miss to be able to take over Austin P in the middle. So we know that those uh, zoom, uh, (laughs) the zoom interviews are allowing for very, very fluid coaching situations. Yeah, but, But I mean, it's like, I guess it's for me, it's like the, dichotomy who there's a big word it's like earlier today like the governor of michigan issued a new statement saying that michigan like the universities are and schools are not allowed to have in-person classes anymore they're going to let them have games like football basketball they can't have fans in attendance but like an hour after one state is announcing because of the numbers and the cases that are rising across the country that they're canceling in-person classes at south carolina the biggest thing on the priority board is we got to fire our coach so it's just it's one of those weird things it's like and i understand it's they're separate things and if you're ray tanner your job isn't to worry about you know the world at large it's just like right now of all the things you should be concerned about doing with your program i don't think firing the coach should be the top of the list like i said it could have waited three weeks you'd have been fine so uh First, from Ray Tanner. After a thorough assessment of our football program, we have decided to make a change with the head football coach. I appreciate all that Will Muschamp has done for our program and wish him and his family the best moving forward. I believe our program will be well served by Coach Bobo as the interim head coach as we search for a new leader for Gamecock football. I think that uh, Will Muschamp, and they did say they're going to begin the search immediately. I think that Will Muschamp has helped South Carolina level up uh, some infrastructure ways. He's gotten a lot of investment in facilities. They've done uh, a lot of sort of behind the scenes work to tighten things up. I think it is a better job when Will Muschamp left than where he is here. But I can't help but think to your recruiting point. So Ray Tanner uh, was the South Carolina baseball coach for decades, won two national championships, and now he's the athletic director. And, you know, former coach, Shout out Smithfield, former NC State baseball player. Um, like maybe he is thinking about this a little bit on the like recruiting side, where he's thinking, okay, there's not going to be a lot of jobs potentially that change hands, and you know we had already reached a point with our university president and with our board where we were not um, happy with the on-field results that Will Muschamp has provided. So maybe they are just trying to get the first one in and just to go ahead and start sending the signal to say, we are going to be a player at the table. We are not going to sit around on this. We're not going to waffle for a long time. Whoever wants to be uh, that big splash SEC power five hire, we are a suitor for it. I feel like the, the, when I think the timing stinks, it's because it's a Sunday. It's been a long weekend. The Masters took up a lot of my time. Like, it was just, you know, I was like, oh, man. But that's only my personal gripes. In terms of timing, I can rock with the idea that Ray Tanner is getting competitive and he's saying, we, we are going to go ahead and cut ties right now and we are going to be uh, the first one for any one of these coaches, Hugh Freeze or someone else who might be uh, in the mix there. Well, and also, to be fair, there could be another reason that we're not privy to for oh, this happening. Sure. Because, I, but 
again, I, I don't, it could be personality conflict. It could have been something happened and it's just, but if this was, I still think that if this is just because like you went into Saturday saying to yourself, if you're a Tanner, okay, if we don't beat, if we don't beat, you know, the rebels, it's done, it's over. And then they lose that game and it's like, all right, now it's time to move on. If that's the case, it's like, come on, dude, you, the, your team wasn't going anywhere this year as it is. You were already off to a terrible start. It's not like you were going to turn things around and compete for anything. They beat so. Auburn. Auburn's a top 25 team. They've, there was, there's a weird Will Muschamp covers at home, which always has been like <laughs> in the Lane Kiffin, you know, does it for the boosters. It's mm-hmm. like Will Muschamp as an underdog against a ranked team is a profitable trend. But I, I think that there have not, if, if Ray Tanner looked out there and saw a, a team that had quit on Will Muschamp, then you might as well just go ahead and, and move on. I guess I still just. Again, it I, I get it all. I understand it all. Just there's something about it. Just it's like it's tone deaf to me. Okay, well, fair. Will Muschamp is the only coach to take South Carolina to bowl games in each of his first three seasons. He leaves South Carolina with a record of 28 and 30, uh, including two and five this year. So, what kind of job is South Carolina? And is is Hugh Freeze the the beginning, I mean, I guess these two things can go side by side, but what kind of job is South Carolina and who are the types of candidates that are going to end up uh, getting the attention? Who knows? South Carolina might already sort of have its idea of who they want, but from our seat right now, and gosh, this is so weird. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash cover three or uh, on the CBS sports app, I promise South Carolina fans, I'm not wearing this t-shirt from South Carolina from the Wounded Warriors project in <laughs> any way trying to celebrate it. This is coincidental. I put it on because it's comfortable. I just gotten out of the shower after a long walk and now I'm talking about South Carolina moving on from its football program with the South Carolina shirt on. So who are the people that we're talking about that could step up and uh, and be in the mix for the job moving forward? Well, I, I think that Going back to the original question, I, it's an SEC job, so it's a good job. It's just where is it in the realm of the rest of the SEC compared to other SEC gigs? And I think that the way I have to look at it is I think we, we could both agree that Steve Spurrier is one of the best coaches, college football coaches of all time. Yes, right? agree. So Steve Spurrier at South Carolina was able to get to 311 win seasons in a row, but before that there was a lot of you know seven and six seven and five six and six seasons and then it finished with the seven and six and then they were two and four when he stepped down in his final season so i don't know what the ceiling is i do think that you can win there steve spurrier has shown it's just unless you start recruiting on a different level then it's going to be hard to really you know become the georgia or a florida and be a team that's consistently beating them that said as far as candidates I think we all know who the number one candidate is. I've already said it. I wrote about it on Monday and the Monday after that. I said South Carolina was the job that was most likely going to be the one where Hugh Freeze ends up at if he leaves Liberty. And I know Hugh Freeze just signed a contract extension at Liberty, but well, South Carolina is paying $15 million for for Will Muschamp to go away or $13 million, I guess, because they, they amended the buyout. If they're willing to pay $13 million in the middle of a pandemic when they haven't been able to have fans in the stands and have lost all that revenue, I don't think that Hugh Freeze's buyout at Liberty is going to be much of an obstacle to them if that's the direction they want to go. So I think he's the number one target. I think that there's... 
I, I don't know who would really be outside of that. I would say probably Billy Napier is a name that mm-hmm. you'd have to consider. I mean, let's see, in South Carolina, would they want to go to Tony Elliott and take something away from in-state rival Clemson in hopes of doing that? I, I think there are some good candidates, and I think that if you are a coach, that South Carolina is an attractive gig. I don't know if it's a destination gig, but I think if you do well enough and if you're good enough, it could become a destination gig because, like I said, it's an SEC program. There aren't a lot of SEC jobs out there, and as you said, they've kind of stepped up and improved the facilities and stuff in recent years. You know, Mill Muschamp was a part of that. So it's it's a nice gig if you can get it. And I don't think there's going to be a shortage of coaches who are going to be like picking up the phone if South Carolina calls. Billy Napier was a Clemson assistant, was an Alabama assistant. He certainly uh, has a lot of territorial advantages beyond just coming from the Sun Belt and Louisiana. Uh, you mentioned Tony Elliott. That's another good one. I'll throw, I, I feel like Barton will be here. And Barton, I know you're listening to it, but uh, for, for Bar- oh, no, for Barton, Will Healy, oh. the Charlotte oh, okay. head coach, who uh, uh, got Austin P headed in the right direction um, and led them to one of their most successful seasons. He is another one of those bright, energetic, new age uh, coaches that everyone's all really excited about. So what does Will Muschamp get to fall right back into where he was last time and he's going to be an SEC defensive coordinator and then sit around until someone needs the surefire hire? Because Will Muschamp is like the NFL like figure the NFL coach of the college area in of the college game in terms of retreads. Like he's well, just going to continue to cycle up and down. Will Muschamp be an Alabama analyst before the season's even over? Oh, he definitely <laughs> should be. I mean, if we're talking about Don't trying to make it. sure that we beat Florida, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. South Carolina did a good job of moving the ball on Florida. I'm sure Will Muschamp's got some ideas about how to beat the Gators. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know what the future holds for Muschamp. I think that, you know, he, he was at Florida. It didn't work. Now he's been at South Carolina, and it didn't – clearly it didn't work. It's certainly not ending the way that they wanted it to end. So – I mean, he's a name. I feel like he's probably, if he's a head coach again, it's going to be the group of five route, kind of like you've seen with, you know, Adazio and, and Jim McElwain, and coaches like that who've had a big time shot at a big time gig, didn't do too well at it, but are still considered good enough coaches where they're going to get jobs. It's just, I don't know if there's another power five program out there right now that is going to be saying, we got to go get Will Muschamp. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like we we know what Will Muschamp is at this point. We've seen it. Now, maybe if you're like a bottom feeder Power 5 program and you'd like a coach to at least come in and put a foundation in to maybe improve the program and get it headed in the right direction, then yeah, Will Muschamp's probably going to be attractive. And for all intents and purposes, like I know he has a fiery demeanor on the sideline. And that, you know, like we saw it last night when he was yelling at the officials, And I know that we've made fun of him, like talking about hating nerds on this show before. (laughs) But for the most part, like the people that you talk to that have worked with Will Muschamp and know Will Muschamp like Will Muschamp. So it's not like he's a bad guy. He just hasn't been a very overly successful head football coach. So I think he's going to be a defensive coordinator somewhere, probably at a power five job next year or like a highly paid analyst at a power five gig. And maybe he'll sit around and see if see if a you know a head coaching job comes open that interests him, or maybe he'll just stick to being a coordinator because you know, you look at coaching salaries these days, Chip, 
being a coordinator ain't really that ain't bad. that bad of a gig because you can get seven figures, especially if you've got all that head coaching stuff on your resume, two SEC jobs. You can get seven figures and not be the guy everybody's mad at and calling to get fired all the time. It's like uh, if Vanderbilt ever opens, Vanderbilt calls Muschamp and Muschamp says no. <laughs> no, I'll just be a DC, but thank you for your interest. Here's some guys I can, can I can recommend that I know that I think would be great. Yeah, exactly. Um, any anything else stand out as like what are you keeping an eye on moving forward with the Gamecocks? Uh, what is there to keep an eye on? They, who, who they've got left to play? They've got let's see. This week they're playing Missouri. Eh, they've got Georgia and Kentucky. I mean, this is probably going to be a team that wins three games at most, and it's going to be the same with whether Muschamp had been there or not. Like, I don't think Mike Bobo is going to take the helm and be like, all right, time to turn this thing around. And that's not a knock on Bobo. It's just I don't think the problem is Will Muschamp. I just don't think that for whatever the problem is, the team's just won't. Will Muschamp, let me rephrase that. Will Muschamp's not the only problem at South Carolina. He's he's one of the problems. I just don't think that that team is good enough right now to really be a team that you could sit there and say, oh, it's just to change the coach, like a change of scenery type thing if you trade a professional, like a basketball player or a baseball player. Just change the coach and everything will be refreshed and everybody will feel great and everybody will go out and play their best. I still don't think that we're going to see any kind of turnaround. This is just going to be a bad season for South Carolina and – Again, like that's part of the reason why I felt like the timing of it just rubs me the wrong way because I don't think you accomplish anything. Like, what are you hoping to accomplish by doing this? Will Muschamp actually got relieved of his duties because he changed his Twitter bio. That was actually in his social media. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was in his that's, social media. That's, that's, be- that's probably media. on a message board somewhere. Like uh, there was a sponsorship agreement. It goes right in there with his Under Armour payout. So it's like, and you <laughs> must... No, uh, so Will Muschamp out at South Carolina. South Carolina immediately begins the search for a new head coach. We'll be breaking down this uh, a lot more. And again, now it's spinning. South Carolina has has entered the chat, and they are here. They are going to have a Power 5 SEC salary and a Power 5 SEC set of facilities to offer to whoever the highest and uh, most sought-after candidate is in the coaching carousel this year. So here we go. We're off and running. We'll see what happens. You can follow him on Twitter at Tom Fernelli. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Tom, thank you very much. Thank you. set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.